Uh, I don't know what I connected up to. What about that Bluetooth mic you had, uh, or the um, USB mic you had? Couldn't you I don't know where it got off to. I need to. I got a couple of more boxes of stuff I can look in. Yeah, you should look at those. I don't know where that fucking thing got to because I couldn't find it to save my life. I'll look through the mics here. I mean, we have a yeah, lot of mics. And let's see if we have that cord here. And if I do, I'll just ship you the mic and the cord and you can just plug it in. All right. Yeah. Plug it in, plug it in. Think about it since you're going to be a damn correspondent on this here mm-hmm. podcast. Out here, out here on the street. Out here in Kakalaki. North, Bill. North Kakalaki. That's where he was born and raised. Man, Aaron had these, these some stories about how like she's met multiple people um, who just refer to being from uh, Carolina, uh-huh. and like not specifying which one. Which one? Yeah, but like ever, like to the point where you're like, what? But north or south? Yeah, but it was like it was almost like they were daring, daring you to ask, huh? You know, just be like, oh well, you know, I'm from Carolina. It's like. I well, love you. We got two. There's of those. two of them. So which one? <laughs> oh, you know the good one. Okay, I still don't know because, like, I not. assume you mean North Carolina if you say the good one because North yeah. Carolina talks shit about South Carolina. South Carolina probably South Carolina's talks trash, shit. dog. That's see, just that. See, yeah. look at that. Automatically, I'm, it is what it, it is. What it is. I'm just like. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of impartial. I mean, obviously, I've got stake in North Carolina. Yeah. But also at the same time, every time I've driven through North or South Carolina, it hasn't been a pleasant experience. And short of being on the coast of South Carolina, the yeah, whole state's right. fucking trash. Is that where the Outer Banks are? I don't know. I always went to Myrtle Beach and a couple of the other beaches. I believe there is a, at the coastal Carolinas, there is a, a place called Outer Banks. My friend Richard used to go to all the time. Yeah. And he would tell me it was amazing. And a lot of people have like very heavily been like Outer Banks is one of the best yeah places yeah. to go to the beach. I think so. isn't there a show called Outer Banks now? Probably on, on Netflix. There's also uh, well South Carolina, you know, has uh, has Hilton Head. They have barbecue. They have good ass barbecue in South they Carolina. They do have there and, and on the coast. Yeah, well, he is yeah. right. I have driven through some straight trash, but like there's straight trash portions of Georgia. Oh like, yeah, tons of like farmland and like podunk towns where you go in there and you have a cell phone and they're like, "You think you're better than me?" I feel like you know the the closer to the middle of the state in Georgia you are, the better you're doing. Like yeah. I mean, or like up to Atlanta, you know, and then Atlanta, like, Savannah, yeah. Macon is okay. If you get to the extreme north or the extreme south, though, you're in trouble. You're, yeah, you're in you're uh, in real trouble there. You're in bona fide hit country. I'd still I'd still rather take my chances there than in the rural parts of South Carolina. I just don't trust that state. <laughs> yeah. I don't tr- and while I'm at it, I don't trust West Virginia either, and I'm not too fond of Mississippi, and I'll go ahead and just let the record reflect that. I've only driven through Mississippi, and I've only seen the Mississippi River from New Orleans. Yeah, and also <laughs> the Mississippi River from uh, – a number of different vantage points, none of which were in Mississippi. Yeah, and I also I'll go ahead and go on the record and say this: Louisiana is a soggy mattress that has had gasoline poured on it and set on fire, and that is my opinion about the state of Louisiana. Well, well, you and Tom Segura and good company yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> just saying, but I'm, just I'm not like, a fan of a lot of states other than Georgia yeah, and North Carolina. Like a, now that I think about it, I like Tennessee. It's, it's probably going to keep. Constitution is talking though. Also, yeah. he doesn't like that seasoning on the food. Yeah, that seasoning too much for you. 
oh, here we go. You know you don't like no down season, then you'd be posting pics of yeah, just yeah. Ma- you know, boiled potatoes. You'd be posting you pics boiled potatoes and fucking dried <laughs> chicken. With mayonnaise. Somebody brought out a can of Tony Shirelius, and I saw you involuntarily spit on the ground. Yeah. I got mad one time. I'm not going to say who it was, but like there was a guy on my Facebook feed who consistently posts bad food and he posted a picture of the driest ham I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, with I think frozen vegetable medley, which enrages me and then boiled skinned potatoes. Oh, and, and how did they prepare them? They so they just peeled them potatoes. and boiled Wait, hold on. them. Boiled skin potatoes. You're talking about what you have before you make mashed potatoes. Yes, but they did not mash them. <laughs> they were whole. And less why would any? Yeah, skin potatoes is a step one. That's not yeah. a yes. your your mid recipe. But they were, and then they were like, mm-hmm. she we really threw it down in the kitchen tonight, and I was just like, I'll 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 fucking I'll fucking break your window with a two by four. Like I'll I'll, I'll fucking I'm gonna do something about this. I was like, Lee, we gotta do something about this. And he's, he's like, dude, it's just he's like he's just a bad cook, you know. He's just a bad. I was like, no, we need to learn. He's he's gotta know. I like I was like, maybe I should just make everything on his plate way better than he made it, like in a good way. And then be like, hey, look at you, and comment on his post. And be like, hey, look at that. <laughs> and be like, you'll get there one day. Yeah. Way to go, Tarver. <laughs> I remember when I first started cooking, it was good. It was, <laughs> it made me mad, though. All right, let's start the muffin show. Let's start it. And his disrespect, for he is pleading the case of the prosecution by his contempt for all that is holy. I object, I object, I object. On what grounds is it possible? That something is holy to the celebrated agnostic? Yes. The individual human mind. In a child's power to master the multiplication table, there is more sanctity than in all your shouted amens and holy holies and hosannas. Welcome to Tap Snaps, the podcast that is... uh... Grown into its haircut finally after a couple of weeks. It's less and less Nazi. Yeah, yeah. Now. It's I'm I'm less less Wait, of a Richard Spencer and he got, more of a, a just kind of a, a regular howdy do hipster. Mm-hmm. He got a he got a jacked up haircut recently. Like they, oh yeah, he's the side of his head. And this what amazed me is that he didn't ask for a fade. No, um, no, and no. he what I usually get is the the standard guy haircut. I get a two on two on my head and then on the top i just you cut it with scissors to like an inch i think liam was probably getting about the same thing yeah. and they well like just picture picture richard spencer yeah right his yeah. haircut it's a richard spencer it's what i got like it's what she gave me yeah that just that, shaved yeah. all around the sides down to like she i asked for a two on the sides and she gave me a one she gave him a one she's got hair in the 90s she was giving you like the boy meets world haircut it yeah was, it was terrible though and it's finally like not terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. getting there. Boy Meets World, Boys Two Men. It's still not faded, though. and that's the that's the part faded. that just shows me that like, hey, this woman like she fucked up, and then she didn't fix it. She didn't try to fade it or like bring the top down. And be like, hey, listen, I've clearly made a mistake. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> well, like I was just like, God, let me just hold on to. She was like, okay, that's about good on the top. I was like, yes, that's fine. You just want to hold on to some hair. I was like, please don't just give me a buzz cut. That's uh, happened to me before too, where like I had been going to. I usually just say buzz it 
when they, if they fucked up, I'd yeah. buzz my hair. Yeah, buzz it down. Tatiana. Buzz I, it down. I, I, I knew it was going to be salvageable in like uh-huh. a week. So I was like, I will just look like ass for a week. And it, it finally had grown out. You didn't wear a beanie? When I, oh, I did, I did wear a beanie. <laughs> I started wearing a beanie. At Universal. <laughs> At Universal, I wore a beanie until I had to give Aaron my beanie because she didn't bring a hat. And also, Tarver, you, you need to Tarver, you need to check your goddamn hair privilege too, because not a lot of us got enough enough hair. gusto left to be like, "Hey, buzz it," because you know what, Tarver, <laughs> I'm I, I'm not convinced it's going to grow back correctly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know what I got left in the tank up there. <laughs> you mean correctly? Every as in, like, day, with enough hairs. <laughs> yeah, every day I look more and more like a goddamn Geico caveman. So the whole like. <laughs> buzz it isn't an option for me so sometimes you just gotta rock the bullshit you know and you gotta say fuck the haters yeah and get and get you a hat well you need to get that bosley or whatever take the oh yeah oh yeah take that hair off your back yeah no, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get that i'm gonna give them hems and hers and get get my dick pills my hair pills boy i've been taking pills. propecia that's wild it's, yeah it be disrespecting because like I fucking I did it oh, as soon as my hair thinned, even the tiniest bit. Yeah, same. I was like, "Hey, get that Propecia," and I was like, "Hey, Liam, I'm taking Propecia," and he's like, "And then I also take Propecia." I also and take Propecia. It. Yeah, because like we both noticed. Yeah, like, the hair was thinning just a little bit, and yours I was like, was, "Yours was nope. kind of, your hairline was kind of creeping back." Yeah, yeah, and mine on top was getting a little like I could start to see it thinking about going. Yeah, but like about to leave you. But that's the thing. And right? out the door. This, sponsor, this this podcast is not sponsored by Propecia Generic uh, provider services mm-hmm. online. I will say that I have not lost any more hair mm-hmm. since I started. I think it's thickened. My hair is thickened a little bit. I think mine has as well. Yeah. That, you know, that could be like a, a placebo. placebo effect. But all, other people have said that they noticed it as well. Yeah. Unprompted. Yeah. And I and I y'all, say y'all just all in a group delusion. No, nah, don't be ashamed of it. I say like as soon as you notice, if you want to start taking Propecia, don't be ashamed of that shit. Like two hundred something bucks a year, and you know what's cool is having hair. Yeah, but you know, Blake, also being bald is fine. Being bald is fine too, and that's fine. I just nah, I'm gonna go out. Man. I'm gonna go out like a menace. I'm gonna be one of those guys that just like slowly goes bald from front to back, but just keeps his hair growing. <laughs> you just look crazier <laughs> just, and crazier. Just fucking yeah, just play into it, man. Have the horseshoe want, ponytail. At this point, life can't throw me anything that, that'll make me be like, well, I should change that. You need no, to get the Pat like, Sajak. You need to be like, give me some of those plugs like y'all were doing in the '80s. Like, give yo. me some of those like doll hairs. Like, I want to look like a fucking warp Barbie doll. <laughs> That's yeah. a triple down. Yeah. I'm a triple down into it. You what just, if you had hair like uh, Angelica's doll off of Rugrats? Cynthia? <laughs> Cynthia. <laughs> the most unfortunate way to go bald where it's like it hits you in like patches and like sectors. You got to shave at that point. You got to buzz. Yeah. You got to buzz it and just. I mean, you cool can grow a beard. So like you can do the bald thing. Yeah. See, the, um, see, the unfortunate thing is, is I also have uh, scalp psoriasis. Oh. So when so when all my hair goes, my the top of my head looks like a fucking like Mars laden like uh, crater laden Mars surface, and uh, so that's really really you know self conscious oh. yeah, in public with that just on display. So maybe I should start taking Propecia and kind of stem this tide. Yeah, give yeah, it man. a shot. Think about it. I think Cat Snaps brought to you by Propecia. Brought to you by Propecia. That's why we didn't and, say the brand names and people who this, provide it. This is not yeah. financial advice. Yeah. 
You know, speaking of a horseshoe face looking motherfucker, <laughs> let's talk about Elon Musk. First articles from The Guardian. Teen monitoring Elon Musk's jet, quote, tracking Gates, Bezos, and Drake, too. What did you think about What did you think? Did you read this, Blake? Yeah, hell yeah. That's he ain't doing nothing wrong. My man ain't doing nothing wrong. <laughs> let's, hit it with First a, off, let's hit it with a lead Elon- information real quick. Maybe what's the new wine? I feel sexy as fuck. Yeah, so there's this kid Jack Sweeney who uh, is it's he's using public information information that's publicly available um, to monitor the comings and goings of Elon Musk's private jet. Uh, also, now he's added uh, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, and uh, Drake to his list of people he's tracking. And once he gets the information, he's written some he's written code to to use Twitter bots to just kind of tweet where and when the planes are landing and taking off from. Uh, And Elon Musk (laughs) just uh, like, I think messaged this kid and offered him five grand to stop uh, doing this, to shut down the account. Kid countered back. And he said, like a young capitalist. Yeah. He was like, Hey, let's call it 50 grand. Cool. 50. And we, you're out, you're off the list, buddy. And then Elon, Elon was like, actually I'm uncomfortable with any sum. And then the kid was like, well, how about a, an internship at Tesla? And then Elon blocked him (laughs) because offering to pay him anything in the first place was stupid as fuck. But like now this kid is just like out here tracking the comings and goings of a bunch of different billionaires, (laughs) billionaires and mega millionaires. And yeah, mega millionaires. And like, Hoping, I guess, to get a payday out of it if it's if it's uh, if it's important enough to those people. I mean, it's hilarious. It is it is very funny. I mean, Elon Musk was just like, "This is a security risk. I'd love not to get shot by some random person." It's just like, well, then maybe you should spend the fifty thousand dollars, which is like basically like fifty dollars to you, mm-hmm. to get this kid to stop. He told you. I think. I think there. I think it's two pronged because I think uh, first and foremost, Elon Musk knew like no matter what amount of money he paid, even if he did like get this like pay this kid, this kid signs like a cease and desist, and like all this other stuff, someone's just going to turn right around and use the same avenues to make another yeah. bot. Yeah, that of does course. It. Yeah. So so that so so really the kids the kids the kid knew that too because the kid's not dumb he's using public apis which are like the protocols to get this information and this kid is smart enough to know how to program that but you know when he counter offered for an internship at tesla that was like oh yeah done and done like give the kid the internship let him take it down and then while the kid's interning at tesla have him like turn you know informant and see how like you can like block stuff like that yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Elon Musk played it like a bitch. Yeah, he plays a lot of stuff like a bitch, and he, this <laughs> like, this one for damn sure he played it like a bitch. I agree. Just get the kid on your team. Don't if I mean don't try to like beat him down. Just hire him. And you can't pretend like fifty grand is literally it's, pennies. It's not even five dollars. It's, yeah. it's less than yeah. five dollars to him. What I've so, loved yeah. though is all of the fucking Elon stands coming out and being like, "Oh, this kid's blackmailing him. This is insane." He's just like, "Nope. This all this information is public. It's all the, public." The kid never asked for money until Elon offered to pay him in yeah. the first place, which was really dumb. And like, also, five thousand dollars. I bet he had to ask somebody like. 
Like, it's $5,000 a lot. What's a lot of money to a teenager? <laughs> What's <laughs> hey, a lot of money Rick for a teenager? Here? Yeah, Rick, well, how much is a lot of money to, like, like, your 17-year-old son? He'd be like, I don't know, $5,000? Yeah. Like, all right, $5,000. Yeah. And then right, like, get the fuck out of here, Rick. <laughs> he should have just given the kid a Tesla. Honestly. Rick's, Rick's fired by now, by the way. I, right still now. Think, I still think an internship and, like, bring the kid on board and, like, uh, Tesla now owns this kid's project for tracking rich people's planes. <laughs> yeah. They make it more. They make it more popular. They exclude Elon Musk because he owns it, and then he sells advertising on it. Like you know, everyone wins. Everyone's happy. It's amazing too that Elon tried to play a sympathy card as the world's richest man. I was like, man, yeah, the balls on you to think that you have any sympathy card that can be played for you. Um, I, I would love not to get shot coming off of the plane. It's like, uh, uh, huh? You, you know a lot of people that are getting onto tarmacs with guns? Yeah, shooting at rich folks. It's like, hey, buddy. Is that a story you hear about a lot? Is that something you think happens a lot? It's like, also, your family is from South Africa. You know about the private security game, yeah, okay? Bro. You're like, we, you're familiar with the best in the business. Yeah. Okay, so now you have to hire bodyguards? Yeah. It's, like you didn't already have bodyguards or security? I mean, come on, bro. How long do you Elon Musk is like, it's so dangerous taking off and landing at these private airports. And then getting into my car. Of yeah. dollars to, to be a member of. Yeah, you're, you, you can't know. get on this fucking... Uh. <laughs> And if someone was good enough, just for real, I mean, yeah, like Marky Mark, good like enough, Mark Wahlberg shooter. Yeah, <laughs> if somebody's good enough to get onto this private airport or onto this airport, get the tarmac and like conceal a gun, set it up and shoot your ass on the walk from the plane to your car, it was going to happen. And anyway. they were going to get you before this kid. They didn't need a twit. They weren't relying they, on a Twitter bot. They're like, I all. would kill Elon Musk at the airport <laughs> with my j- fucking black ops murder skills if only there were a Twitter bot telling me where the plane was going <laughs> to land. They could just do the it only thing school. I need. They just do it old school. Like they 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 act like a bag, baggage claim guy, get on his private jet, and then put a little tracker on there. Yeah, oh. throw, throw an iPad in that bitch. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, or they're just like, oh, oh hey, I'm here. I'm act. I'm like a baggage claim. Let me let me get that neck, Elon, yeah. real quick. Like, and then Elon's got like some fucking <laughs> nano armor. And like, what's the advantage to killing <laughs> Elon Musk? Yeah, just be like, this- ah, now your wealth goes to your. Many children. Yeah, what's and the I've achieved nothing? Yeah, let's see. What's the what's the advantage to killing a billionaire? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, says if you kill Elon Musk, you become the king of Mars. <laughs> It'd be awesome uh, if there was have Highlander. you not seen Ghost of Mars? Do you not understand? I did not. I did not finish Ghost of Mars. You turned I, it. On, I know. I, I was there. You I turned did it off watch. And then, ridiculed me yes i did for for (laughs) asking me to watch it and it also led me down a path to realize like what it looks like when a somebody stops giving a fuck and john carpenter is that director that if you want if you want to know if you want to watch john carpenter's early stuff and then you want to see find that demarcation point when he goes from giving a fuck to not giving a fuck Ghosts of, of Mars is he, he's at the end of the not giving a fuck. Like this is at the yeah. This is at like he like he's literally like sitting in a puddle of his own piss, drinking vodka <laughs> with like a Burger King crown on. We're seeing like this is what you mean the where Ridley Scott is now. Yeah, where Ridley Scott is now. It's like, uh, it's like that scene in uh, Jane Silent Bob where like Gus Van Sant is shooting the remake of Goodwill Hunting, and they're like, "So Gus, action!" And he's like. He's like, God damn it, Ben, I'm counting my money. <laughs> um, uh, did you see, did anybody watch The Last Duel? 
I tried no, to watch nah, it. Not yet. I couldn't fucking. I was. I tried to watch it like three times. I was like, like I kept fucking. <laughs> I kept going to sleep. I tried to watch it late at night, and I, I kept falling asleep with a laptop. Just every like time chilling. I, it's on HBO Max right now, and every time I see it, I am immediate. Like I see the runtime, and I'm just like, oof. And then I like I also I I can't make it past. Uh, Matt Damon's little like Amish beard on I, the poster, <laughs> and the way it's edited is so lazy. The time, <laughs> the time skips, and the way it's it's just like, uh, who cares? Like, I don't <laughs> know. Oh, also, I did want to say, um, spo- I, I calling my shot right now. Season maybe not next season, but like All season right. four or five of, su- of Succession is going to be the kids trying to unseat their dad for, of, of on the, the for the royal crown of Mars. All right. That's when, yeah. once all the billionaires go to Mars. Season five succession. That was a joke for uh people me that watch and people that watch succession. succession. So all ten of you out there. Hey, it's very popular. <laughs> it's a very popular show. From NBCnews.com. Native American tribes reach five hundred and ninety million dollar opioid settlement. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh quick Liam summation. Let's just uh hit it super fast. Okay. Yeah, the headline uh, takes care of pretty much all the information. It's like, but yeah. any 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 person, um, any member of a federally recognized Native American tribe in the U.S. will be able to participate in the settlements. Uh, it's with Johnson and Johnson, five hundred ninety million dollar settlement over the like basically the toll of opioids among the Native American and community. the distribution companies, Amerisource, Bergen, Cardinal Health, and McKesson. Yeah, yeah. So the the biggies, the the provider, and then their distributors. Yeah, and I mean five hundred ninety. I'm not sure what the gross like total of people who are a part of federally recognized Native American tribes in the U.S., but I imagine the five hundred ninety million would. Probably go at least pretty far. They said it's it's, it's not going to be too too much, but it is going to help in, in creating a, a care center. Yeah, a healing well, a center. Lot of, a, healing center a, a lot of their a lot of their communities are more holistic, so like the funds will be like in one solid thing, and it'll go to a committee to do something positive with it in the community, yeah. which is really cool. Um, I'm not impressed by this, and honestly, like I would never be impressed until someone was actually put to death. Yeah, uh, for yeah, what the, for the, what occurred, the Blake stance uh, of, yeah, of well, putting these. Well, I'm just saying, like, if um, me, you know, like a piece of shit, you know, a poor person, if I just like made a really bad batch of meth and laced it with fentanyl and killed, oh, I don't know, I wonder how many people since the inception of the opioid epidemic from the native lands have been killed. Probably several thousand, if not tens of thousands, of people have been killed from the, opioid, the opioid epidemic. epidemic. I think it's millions. Uh, yeah. Millions of people have been killed. Yeah. Okay, so let's just say I kill fifteen people, yeah. and I'm fa- I'm in jail forever, if not facing the death penalty simply because of some type of legal legalese that protects me from like death penalty is just not on the table for me. But I get fifteen consecutive life sentences, and you know <laughs> these people pay uh, you know one percent of their GD of their like growth. I was gonna say their GDP, like they're a fucking nation. <laughs> yeah. Like they, which they which they basically are. They are a nation, and the United Nations is slapping one of the one of the you know little daughter nations on the wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, I hope the money does some good in the wake of just like the immense devastation 
that has been wrought. But honestly, I would, there will be no justice until some of those people are like tried, found guilty, put in jail for life, or executed summarily. A hundred percent. And that's just that's. That's just my opinion on it. I hundred percent agree with your sentiment, but I also think that we got to take the small wins too. Yeah. Like we got to take the small wins or else it's all doom and gloom. It's all defeatist. It's all like, it's hopeless. Um, because like in the face of companies like Johnson and Johnson, it does seem impossible to overcome because of their massive wealth and their incredible legal team that they have together. And 590 million, like, like you said, is it, total drop in the bucket is pennies to them yeah until you start talking in the billions you're not talking about real cash for any pharmaceutical company um yeah but um it's still like like i, I like i said you know we got to take the small wins where you can get them and maybe it'll be the start of bigger ones to come and i mean it's a precedent also yeah. like having to settle for this large of a sum pretty much paves the way for larger settlements and then you know hopefully eventually yeah legal action would be great it's the the ultimate yeah the ultimate outcome would be you know i don't think people should be uh, i don't think we need to work uh towards expanding uh capital punishment but we've had that conversation before but uh i think uh yeah i think i i, I agree I jail time is a, certainly appropriate yeah i think for jail- all upper end management like CEOs, CFOs, all of them. Yeah, like, if you like knowingly engage in a dangerous behavior as a corporation for profit, like well after you've identified that you are causing like mass addiction and death, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I criminal criminal action should be taken against you for sure. And I, I yeah. it sucks that it's not, but like. It was I mean, just like when they went after the Sacklers and all the Sacklers, they paid mm-hmm. a bunch of money and none of them went to jail. Yeah. And the, and their whole, like, I mean, they were literally the fucking Pablo Escobar yeah. of, of fucking opioids. And, and I mean, I it, they it even way more than Pablo too. Yeah. Well, even so far as their illicit conduct where they were like, Hey, we'll pay you to push this shit. We'll pay you to be our fucking drug dealer. And and it's on record like petty cash payouts, fifty million dollars in the state of West Virginia, so that our pushers could get the shit on the fucking ground faster. And it was like they were literally a fucking drug cartel. And if anyone has seen narcos, it's interesting how some drug cartels get dealt with and others just pay a fee and then go into a relative obscurity while buying large controlling portions of other pharmaceutical companies and keeping their name out of it. But they're still just in the same fucking game. It's disgusting, which is why you should vote for me for president um, in 2024. (laughs) Hell yeah. And And just a correction from, from 99 to now 841,000 people died from the, according to the CDC from the opioid epidemic. Okay. Okay. So almost a million. Cool. Cool Still million. an insanely large number. Incredible of large number of people for a prescription. Yeah. Like from the things that the doctor said, yes, you can take this. This is like, good. in fact, you should like, I'm recommending you take this. This will kill you. I would also, I would also challenge that those numbers are probably relatively low and like the true scope mm-hmm. of the decimation. Yeah. I mean, there's um, going to be a lot of people too that. It gets, once, the, I mean, once those numbers get, I mean, once those numbers get high enough, you can't really quantify yeah, and like I, like I said, suicide, you know, if you have a crippling opioid addiction, you look in your life and you're mm-hmm. 45 and you, you know, don't have a job and you're living in a flop house, you're probably like, I'm a fucking loser and you kill yourself. And Well, and I wonder, so. is that taking into account all opioid overdoses? Like, is that taking into account people who are doing, like, who move beyond their prescriptions and I don't just know. get 
drugs off the street or died on heroin, died from heroin. Yeah. I mean, the number is yeah. probably less than I would assume. Yeah. But I mean, so we could say if it's like right around a million yeah. people. Um, so it's, yeah, good for us. Good for but you're right. Yeah. Small victories, yeah, small victories. It's all we got. You know, you got to take them and good get for them. that legal team. Cause that legal, this is a straight up example of the legal team that we're representing. Um, those native American entities. That's a um, huge undertaking to get yeah, all those people to come together and like agree yeah. on the terms and everything. Cause you know, there's going to be some Blake out there being like, no, we need 50 billion. And they're like, <laughs> Hey, we can get 570 million right now, Blake. And they got to convince that, you know, that <laughs> and I'd be like, I'm they got to convince the hardliners is what I'm saying. I don't need to use Blake as an example, just hardliners. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's all there is. And, um, yeah, they, 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 they split up the deal later in the article too. If you scroll up just a little bit, little, they, they said that Johnson Johnson would pay 150 million over two years and Amerisource Bergen, McKesson and Cardinal would contribute 444 million in total over seven years. So they get to, so Johnson Johnson got away with less. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, they're just one of, of, a number of different, and I'm sure like there's probably a reason for that. Like Johnson and Johnson was making everything, but like maybe these distribution companies were more interested in moving more product. So the same well, four I mean, companies though, I do want to say this, the same are nearing the final stages of approval of settlements worth 26 billion with local with state and local governments across the U S. So yeah. Oh yeah. The, the tribal settlements are well, on specific, but like are part of about hold on. And if you go down further, mm-hmm. um, the larger settlement will be are part of about forty billion worth of settlements, fines, rungs up over the years by companies over their role in opioids. So over the since mostly I think the introduction of oxycotton. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and down here it says that's linked to more than five hundred thousand deaths, but the CDC's numbers were different. So Yeah. <sighs> you know. Speaking of uh, people being linked to large numbers of deaths, from ABC News. Spotify's handling of COVID nineteen misinformation on Joe Rogan's podcast takes heat from critics. Man, there's a man you talking that, about Saint Joe. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a man that would have no problem with with misinformation of like what we just said earlier. Like he'd, have, he'd be like, no, no, no. I said the number it is the number. <laughs> Listen, there's different studies. I saw it on National National Geographic, dummy, <laughs> dummy. CNN dummy, stupid, stupid. Blake, did you see that video of him back in the day on the Opie and Anthony show where he's talking about the Bodono? What the fuck were they called? Like Bonobo or like Bondo apes? Bondo apes or something? They were. It was the most. It was the most accurate display of confidently incorrect ever recorded. It had to have been. It had to have been. And also, the insecurity was just like palpable. You could. Maybe he was. Go ahead. I have theories about that where I'm pretty sure like he was doing like a round of steroids and like he just like fucking ate out. No, I think he's just a, an aggro dude. I think he's just a little insecure man. Yeah. I think that's what really oh, what it man. is. Well, like roid rage to me. I mean, I, which would be really off message for him. No, he he's advocated for steroids before. Oh, shit. He didn't have any problem with steroids. Yeah. No. Um, and he, um, and he also, you're not like 53 or whatever he is like jacked as he is jacked as he is with like no body fat and, and without being on some like HGH or some sort of steroid. Yeah, he's regimen. definitely taking some shit. Yeah. But it ain't just fucking alpha brain. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> but I yeah, I didn't like that shit. 
No, he's well. That's also, I think, a part of uh, like a big reason why he might be so jacked up all the time and getting more and more with all these supplements because Alpha Brain just felt like fucking speed. You were just a jerk on it. I remember. Yeah, it made me like really intense and like aggravated because yeah. I was just on like a super stimulant. It just made me feel. I don't know. I just didn't like the way it felt. I was jittery and agitated. I gave it away to somebody. When yeah, I came over. I can't remember who it was. Probably yeah. a Joe Rogan fan. I was yeah. Like, yeah, you gave it to me. It. We crushed it up and snorted it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like the chimpanzees can rip your arms off. You <laughs> were just like grabbing me. I'm like, fucking let go of me. He was like, this shit's better than pure Colombian. Bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're Roger Stone. I, I, Blake turns into right. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it. Liam summation. Uh, yeah, so everybody is just kind of looking at Spotify now yeah. as, as Joe Rogan has gone on for over a year uh, spouting off gone from being like vaccine hesitant to pretty much like vaguely anti-vax um to full on to to full on like recommending that young people who are quote unquote healthy don't get vaccinated don't Mm -hmm. need to get vaccinated hosting uh discredited doctors on his podcast for multiple hour interviews about why people should mistrust vaccines and vaccine manufacturers and also having like Sanjay Gupta and like another, a number of other uh, pro vaccine doctors on and being very combative and hostile with them. It's just, weird to call him a pro vaccine doctor. Yeah. Well, I don't just like yeah, yeah, doctors. I, don't think, I guess yeah. I, I had said discredited doctors yeah. before and I wanted to be like, so like, yeah, but that's also the thing with, with Joe Rogan is and it's 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 both sidesism taken to i think it's logical conclusion when you look at what both sides typically are mm. like in in the extreme like you have like the the quote unquote liberal extremes of being like an SJW mm-hmm. and like yeah. i mean he's had like adam conover on and like yeah. like people who have been on to to with like very like in in the the end of like the obama era like you could say we're at SJWs, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But like when you look at what th- those people are just like social change is good and I'm not advocating really for laws or people's health to be affected, but I would love to see some societal changes yeah. by changing people's hearts and minds. And then the other side of the both sides is there's 5G nanotech in the <laughs> vaccine and they're trying to kill you and you shouldn't take this preventative vaccine that's going to keep you from likely getting sick or like as sick as possible and like maybe dying from this incredibly contagious disease like virus that causes a disease like and and to to, to have Sanjay Gupta on yeah. and be like you need to prove to me everything that you're saying right now which is backed by pretty much like the science and it's, medical community at large and then having like, <laughs> what's this fuck on this like discredited cardiologist yeah. who, who like had just the littlest bit to do with developing MRNA. I it's a different, is it the same guy? I think it might be the same research guy. like um, back in the eighties, but had nothing to do with developing the COVID vaccine and like yeah. who is just literally like been run out of the medical community on a post who's just trying to, get himself like 
He's been discredited in his, in his chosen field. So like many people, he is carving out a niche. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens. Paying lip service to When you're lazy and sloppy people. and you don't make it, you can't cut it in your field, then you do that. Yeah. You, you, you do a Ben Shapiro. But it's like he's having people who with, with, with just different opinions on it. He's just asking questions. It's like, nope, he's just asking questions to people who disagree with him. Yeah. And he's just blindly agreeing to people who say the things that he likes. I have a big spiel about Joe Rogan, but I want to hear, Blake, what do you feel about this uh, recent action by people like Neil Young and uh, who is India RE, I think, just also joined up with it. Oh, did India RE? Yeah. I know Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young yeah. uh, have. And there's some other, yeah, there's some other people that are, are doing this. What are your thoughts on it, Blake, before I go into my long diatribe? As far as Neil Young, I would say a Southern man don't need him around anyhow. Anyhow, <laughs> anyhow and they so, haven't for a long time. Um, also, Neil Young can also kind of like straight fuck himself in some respect. <laughs> his music is fire. Uh, Chill. His music is fire. I, 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 I'm not talking about his fire. I'm talking about him as a person. Okay. Uh, Neil mean? Young. I mean, fuck Neil Young. I understand it. Yeah, you really need um, to chill, though. His music is I, really I, fire. And you're talking about really, a Canadian national fucking treasure. So I need you to <laughs> just. Watch I really, ad, uh, I admire Spotify for doing what they want to do in the in the face of tremendous losses. Uh, I like I like to see them sticking to their guns. Mm. I like I like um. Tremendous. I really like the. What I'm wondering, really, the funnest thing I'm wondering is like, what what's the second most like once Joe Rogan's dethroned because he's on the, he's crashing and burning, and eventually he's going to dethrone himself as the number one podcast in the world. And uh, I'm just wondering if if this is something that's that's going to like continue to happen. But uh, honestly, I never listen to Joe Rogan. I think maybe once in a while I'd see some of it, and yeah. I'll, I'll if if there was like a really interesting guest, I might watch thirty minutes of it. Yeah. But uh, but honestly, I don't know. I, I honestly just I really don't care. I mean, I understand people's sentiments that like Joe Rogan's like hurting people. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like in a lot of ways. If you're listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and you're like, there's 5G nanite graphene technology. I feel like, all right. I feel like Joe Rogan wasn't the one that led you there, but now he's being propped up as like a folk hero of like the anti-vax movement, which is just really funny because there's so many batshit lunatics that are just coming out the woodwork that hated Joe Rogan like three or four years ago when he had like socially liberal views mm-hmm. and it completely hated him. And now, you know, this back thing, Joe Rogan just says and farts out whatever he wants because he's not beholden to anyone and uh except spotify i suppose but uh and now they're like oh he's he's a fucking hero of the movement it's just so fickle yeah I mean, every everything's just so fake and fickle that uh it, it just it really bothers me i honestly feel like joe rogan is one of these people that like if spotify did cancel he would just create his own website and pay the bandwidth and do it the louis ck way yeah and you know, do significantly worse than he's doing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. He'd for still, sure. He'd, he'd still, he'd still be, be fine. He'd still make plenty of money, but he would do significantly worse. And has he been I taken think, down off YouTube? Uh, his videos, the clips talking about misinformation, I don't believe are in there. I don't think they make it anymore. Yeah. Okay, but um, we can double check on that though. Yeah. I have watched some of those clips on YouTube. Yeah, because um, I know YouTube. YouTube's been cracking down hard on COVID misinformation. 
Yeah, they don't. They're not playing with that foolishness. But I think Joe Rogan is particularly an interesting case, and I think he'll definitely be the subject of a documentary or some kind of of work. Because you, if you chronicle like the journey of Joe Rogan and how, where he started, you know, as a celebrity, a Fear Factor, um, UFC announcer, the Man then, Show, the Man Show, then his his stand up comedy, and then the podcast. Even in the early day of the podcast, he was still kind of in line with all that other meathead, weed smoker dude. But then he kind of started to get a much broader audience when I think he started to like open his mind up to new ideas. And even though Joe Rogan has never been an intelligent man, I think everyone could always tell that he was inquisitive. And that curiosity is curiosity. I actually kind of think is almost like a superpower in life. The people that are really, really curious usually are very, very good at stuff. And it, it really leads to rapid growth as a person. The more curious you are, it can, it can be also annoying as fuck in some cases, but (laughs) Um, in general, I think it's a really positive trait. So Rogan kind of like came in at the early times of the podcast, kind of grew as a person with podcasting and really exploded and has still, I think some of the best interviews ever recorded with some of the most interesting people. Now, granted the caveat there is there, it's all prefaced on how interesting those guests were. Yeah. He had many brilliant, incisive, uh, nuanced takes that came from those interviews from those people. I think what happened with Joe Rogan is kind of multifaceted, but it has to do mainly with two main things that I see happening to people all the time. Well, three, maybe COVID was really tough on him. Mm -hmm. The internet is really tough on people sometimes. And whenever you stop growing, whenever you decide that I have learned enough it is a short amount. It takes a short amount of time for you to start becoming backwards and just being left behind by society. It, once you've once you've planted your feet in the ground and say, "I don't need to learn anything else. I've learned all I need to know." You'll you'll find. I mean, it, a year it took for that to happen for him. Yeah, for him to think that he had. He's like one. I COVID has made me terrified. Like it fucking destroyed him i yeah. think to the internet it was too vast for him he couldn't go between credible sources and non-credible it got to be too much for him mm-hmm. and then that three triggered the i don't need to learn anymore i've learned enough i have my stances on this is talking about covid but he also has very bad stances on trans people yeah and that that all combined to present him the way he is now. Yeah. And now it, it's so evident if you watch Joe Rogan. Um, I don't really like him very much, but the streamer Hassan, who's massive, has a couple of good videos. If you can deal with how fucking obnoxious he is, where he points out how clear it is that Joe Rogan is a person with a closed mind now and how he goes, you know, he, he does all the things that closed minded people do when they're having discussions, they're not going the way they want them to. He moves the goalpost immediately. Whatever you're talking about, he moves it somewhere else. Then once he can't move the goalpost anymore, he's cornered, he attacks the source. So he always attacks the source. And then he just, well, it's, it's just, he argues in bad faith. So, and I think 
Blake is correct when he's saying that Rogan is crashing or burning. I, I don't think there's any doubt that Rogan is on the path to total destruction. Um, I think he's the next Alex Jones, too. I think that he yeah. is becoming, the, this next leg of his journey is becoming Alex Jones. He is moving into the conspiracy theory more and more, into yeah. the unsubstantiated, into the insanity. And um, he's dug his heels in so so far now that he has no choice. Because to double yeah. back, like, to, to admit that he was wrong about any of his stances on COVID or to like to, to, to give on it any would be, I think it would, he knows that it would cost him a lot of his audience mm -hmm. because like when you say this, like when you say that type of shit, so like so much for so long, because like you're, you're right. COVID really did break his brain. It fucked him up. And he started talking about it incessantly yeah. to everyone, like to normal comedians, to everybody that yeah. would come by and, and his podcasts fucking, three hours long. Yeah. So like, and it most of the time, and like that also was a marked shift because what you made a good point about how his interviews used to be, he used to have great interviews because, but based pretty much entirely on the strength of the guest, if they weren't a comedian or like a fighter, because mm -hmm. those are his two areas of expertise. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, he's a bad comedian, even though he is a bad comedian, he has been doing comedy for a long time and he knows a lot of good comedians. Yes. So they can come on and he can like, speak with some authority and with some, with knowledge about yeah. that. But like when I, I mean, when he, but he, his interview style when he's unfamiliar with something was to be curious about it mm -hmm. and to just kind of ask progressive questions and, or like ask questions meant to give the guest a chance to just elaborate on something yeah. on their, like whatever their, they're amazing at. Cause it's always there, but people are only on there if they're amazing at something. Yeah. So like, and, and that's just an interesting way to hear a lot about like, give somebody an avenue to talk about what they do and themselves without just being like, here's a video essay on how awesome I am. Yeah. Like, which, so that's a, that's one good style of interview. But over the last year or so, he has started to really push back against people. Yeah. And like his interviews have become more and more combative and like agendaed. And yes. you can, you can really see that coming through. Now, the only reason that I really give a fuck about this and I wouldn't just normally be like, yeah, fuck Joe Rogan. Why are we listening to, listening to or talking about Joe Rogan? Yeah. Is that he does have 11 million people mm -hmm. per episode tuning in to what he has to say, which is a huge audience. I mean, it's bigger than Tucker Carlson. Yeah who is the number one cable news guy. He's, he's big. And Chris Cuomo, when he was at his height on CNN. Our young white boys <laughs> are goaded with the sauce. Are goaded with the sauce. <laughs> Can I not bust it down sexual style? But the, um, but also I, I do see him falling and like, finally he's getting, he's been doing it for so long. So incessantly yeah. that like, there is now national attention on him, which I think will provoke, at least some of some of a response because like the, the point of the article is that Spotify is like, Hey, listen, uh, we'll put warnings up about COVID misinformation. And that's about it. Because a year ago, they paid him a hundred million. They paid him a hundred million dollars. And I'm sure, I think they're like just about to start seeing profits on it. Yeah. So they're going to keep Joe Rogan. Yeah. They're not going to do anything about it besides the absolute minimum, whatever they can do to keep him the most happy. That's what they're going to do because they made a huge investment in him. Yeah. Like, so, and I mean, you know, whatever it's their platform, they can do whatever they, they want. They can do whatever they want. But like when you, ha the, the thing about 
their response and the thing about how he looks at it is like they're like we're gonna we you know we'll we'll do what we can to combat misinformation but we believe in hosting yada 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 whatever voice but the the thing that pisses me off about rogan is that for a long time and i like it's something that i'm just an idiot yeah i'm just an idiot i'm just an everyman i'm just an average guy i'm just curious and it's like no you're not just curious you are pushing an agenda and like you have a huge audience that is a responsibility for you. Mm-hmm. And that is the cost of building that big of a following. It's like, you may not want to be responsible for the shit that you say, but when you're talking about how young people don't need to take the vaccine and like the deaths are exaggerated because of comorbidities. Meanwhile, you, you can't just say that shit with authority and challenge doctors on it and then fall back and be like, Oh, I'm just an idiot. Why would anybody listen to me? It's like, no, you are positioning yourself yeah. as an authority. And he knows exactly who he's talking to. Yeah. That's the one other thing about Joe Rogan that I think people forget is that he is uh, several companies. He owns on it. Yeah. He owns. I mean, there's lots of companies that he owns and he I knows who owned on it. Yeah. He, who, who, yeah, he owns on it and he, he knows who his fucking demo is, bro. Like anybody, like that data is very easily accessible to regular folks all the time. Joe Rogan knows exactly who his listener base is. Yeah. And he understands that his listener, this spike in his listenership from this base is due to what he's talking about. Yeah. So he's doing it very intentionally, which is why I'm like, at a certain point, the money got to him. Oh yeah. Well, I think and I think he saw a spike a few years ago when he started having fucking Miley Yiannopoulos and Ben Shapiro on and like opened the door to mm-hmm. that like super right-wing crowd and he's always maintained like a friendly relationship with alex jones like they are actual friends yeah which is wild to think that you're friends with alex jones yeah in real i could life, see blake being friends with alex time. jones but like he would only bring him out at parties to be like look how crazy this idiot is right yeah. I'd be like, hey <laughs> check out my friend yeah, like and then would laugh at like all the the mayhem that he would cause as he like try to right. get in a none fight of your with friends him. Like, none of your friends are this fucking cool. He's like, none of your like, friends try to fight high schoolers at the crab house. <laughs> like, it's just Alex Jones ranting, and I'm just like doing fucking blow out of a little glass vial behind him, just like act, just fucking hyping his shit up, <laughs> just just getting him going. Get in there, Alex. So yeah, I don't think Joe Rogan's going anywhere. I do think that the um, complaints against him are hundred percent warranted. I mean, if you if you listen to things that he says, the repeated way he says it, the he, he is a platform of misinformation and I have not given up on folks. Like, I feel like you can take the stance where like, well, you know, dummies just going to be dumb and they're not going to be able to figure this shit out. Anyway, I'm like, I would really like to make informate. Like this isn't a matter of free speech. I just think information that directly affects people's lives should be trustworthy. And I just don't agree that this isn't a ma- this isn't opinion. Yeah, this isn't opinion. What we're talking about. If you if you're talking about opinion, of course, like people can have differences of opinion. But when you are directly saying things that are provably false, and talking about sample size, the sample size that we have from the COVID vaccine is <laughs> billions. Staggering. <laughs> I think it's like over eight billion doses yeah. have been given out. They doctors can talk with almost impunity yeah. about this. So 
They're like very few vaccine in the world uh, vaccines ever have, have been, been administered with this level, like in this number. Yeah. So just, it's not opinion. It's not about free speech that I just want to make that clear. Let's, let's, we'll move on. Let's take it to Whoopi. Let's take it to, about speaking it. about free speech. All right. I'm already reading yeah. our oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, got, you got to turn off the computer Fucking volume. This the, is 13 WZ. 13 WMAZ. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to get you. Again. Local, local, local well, news. What my girl Whoopi do? Is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hit it with a Liam. Whoopi summa- okay? Let's hit it with a Liam summation. A sister, sister summation, if you will. <laughs> Let's get. Let's get it. A sister act summation is what I meant. Sister act two, back in the habit. There we go. Whoopi is wildin'. Whoopi is out here on the view. I talk, don't know. Talking about how the the Holocaust. I think she just was dumb. But isn't about race. Yeah, yeah. It's but I, I I was talking to Aaron about this and I hadn't read it, but apparently like she she came out with a so, so she basically said that the Holocaust wasn't about race. Yeah. And immediately there was a huge backlash with being like, oh well, so the people who you know murdered hundreds of thousands of Jewish people would disagree with you about that fact millions yeah. millions of jewish people millions of jewish people uh 6 million 6 million that's right yeah and it was 12 million in total that's right um but so this is the like, whole deal they Blake. disagree with you yeah this is the whole deal big she she went and she was like the holocaust wasn't about race it was about humanity it was about people doing bad the way that they explain it and it, it could be true right there's a a new way that a lot of people look at Jewish people as just white. In fact, well, pretty much anyone from the mountains of Caucasus is white now. Like Italians, um, you know, everybody. My whole life I've thought Italians were white. I never would have identified them as different. Yeah. Now, okay. hold on, brother. <laughs> you're treading a fine line, brother. I mean, where does it stop? Are Greeks white? Yeah, I don't know. So th- th- this is a, a, a misunderstanding. I mean, there's no excuse for Whoopi Goldberg. She is a, an educated older person. Yeah. You, you, now for a young <laughs> for a youngin, it, uh, like a, a a person that has not done a lot of their own work in life and doesn't have hasn't furthered their education, and they're very young, they're like, yeah, Jewish people are white. I'm like, no, Judaism is a religion and a race. And if they look at me funny, I'd be like, well, let me explain to you how they both are. They are the same. Um, but this is that's the issue is is that she i the, the way they've explained it is that she interpreted jewish people as white and then didn't understand um that they are their own race of people yeah because her yeah, exact yeah. her exact line is if you're going to do this then let's be truthful about it because the holocaust isn't about race no it's not about race yeah i mean it's they're an ethnic group yeah. like they, they are a race of people yeah they're a race of people and it's you see, the Uyghur genocide is not about race. <laughs> you, you, you well, see. So, like, well, th- that's a little different because um, Muslims aren't. It's also regional. No, in fact, it's very different because Muslim, <laughs> the, w- the way the uh, Islam spreads is not um, genealogically or genealogically. 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 But Judaism does spread that way. Yeah. It is much more difficult. You can just be like, I want to convert to Islam, and you convert to Islam. Yeah. But you are born Jewish, and if you want to convert to Judaism, it's a lot of work, yeah. and that dissuades many people. So most people that are Jewish are by birth. Are ethnically Jewish. So that's why Judy, 
like Judaism, I believe is the only race and religion. Yeah. Of all of the major ones that that's the only one I know of. Yeah. But, and I mean, her full quote, she said, they, they were talking about um, Mouse. That was, there, this, all this tent, the book banning well, in, in a bunch of different states, but they were talking specifically about Tennessee. She said, of the book, she's like, I mean, it's about the Holocaust, this, the killing of six million people, but that didn't bother you? Speaking about that, like, school board members saying they're uncomfortable with nudity in the book. And then, after making that, very solid point. She's just like, if you're going to do this, then let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. No, it's not about race. And it's just like, whoopee. Did we have an oopsie? Like, what happened? Did we have a senior moment or do we have, what's, what's going to, what's, what are we talking about here? Yeah. But, but um, I, I need to look at, I need to look this up. Y'all vamp for a minute, but I need to see what her original apology was. <laughs> well, she definitely, yeah, kind of forgot that the Nazis kind of their whole policy was about race. Yeah. I mean, there were other people too. I mean, they, they certainly didn't like if you're mentally handicapped. They certainly didn't like if you were a gypsy yeah. um, or gay, or gay like but they damn sure didn't like minorities and they damn sure didn't, or I just say people of color. I, they, they damn sure didn't like Jewish people. So it certainly was about race. Uh, yeah. 100%. I mean, they had a big hate, but one of their hates was certainly race. And so she's got, you know, she's got two weeks to think about it. She got a, a suspension. For she two got weeks. two weeks suspension from the league, mm. AKA the view. Yeah. It's like the NFL. She came out there and she, <laughs> she fucked up. She got a two week suspension. I, I don't know. It, it was a dumbass statement. I, I think in the grand scheme of dumbass, she immediately apologized. Um, the white people doing it to white people. So y'all, yeah. Okay. So she yeah. really did. Okay. She said, this is white people doing it to white people. So y'all going to fight amongst yourself. Um, Ooh, yeah. good okay. white devil, white devil shit right there. Yeah, she I said, like but that. these are two. Okay. So she, she, she has, all right, this is what has happened. This is in somebody that is taken the modern, more recent definition of racism. And, the thing that you can only be racist to people of color and has twisted it and not fully understood it and thought, Oh, if you're not a person of color, you're white. And so she, she has, she has, um, made a, a, just a mistake in judgment. Uh, fundamentally she had a, a flaw in her thinking. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. So she was, on the late show with Stephen Colbert on Monday. Yeah. And she apologized explaining that as a black person, she thinks of racism as being based on skin color, but that she realized that not everyone sees it that way. Quote, I get it. Folks are angry. She said, quote, I accept that. And I did it to myself. Now that is a non-apology. That's a non-apology. Yeah. <laughs> so, she, so she then had to go on the view and be like, I am so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, I, I got a spoiler alert too. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg still thinks Jews are white. Just want to go ahead and oh, yeah, that out she there. does. Yeah, 100%. Um, uh, also, like... And if you're talking I, about I in modern times, it's it's different. But if you're talking about historically the yeah. Holocaust at that time, yeah. then you need to treat Jewish people as a race of people 100%. I mean, you still have to for sure. But like in that context, what you said was very insensitive yeah. and incorrect. Oh, no don't know of many white supremacist groups that accept Jewish members. I mean, there yeah. might be one out well, there so that I'm not, I'm not a member of clearly, 
But uh, it's really more of a left thing, like a like a far left leaning thing that thinks of like Jewish people as white. Yeah, well, yeah. If you want to well, be like, real about it, yeah. But well, like, it's like, well, you go so far left on like racial understanding that you like inadvertently become racist. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. what happened to her. That's exactly what happened to her. She she yeah. went so far left that she came back around and said some racist shit. Well, you know, when you start being a racist, when people start trying to exterminate you because they view you as a race. Yeah, that's you're definitely a race then. Yeah. <laughs> and you have shared physical char- characteristics and genealogy. I mean, they, they're clearly a race of people. It's, it's not even a, yeah. a debate. Um, but yeah, so we'll be, we'll be done goofed. People are calling for her to be fired. People are saying I don't there think should be more disciplinary action. I don't think she should be fired. I think that she should maybe take a fucking class and like, instead of just getting her information from TikTok, like maybe actually, if you want to study race and identity, I think you shouldn't, if you want to speak about it in this kind of a way, you need to be a little more educated well, about it. Especially outside of the American lens of yeah, race. Out, yeah. It's like, there's a whole ass rest of the world out yeah, there. You're with a lot of other history completely from American lens. Yeah. You have no reference, oh. no bearing on the European one. Yeah. Maybe maybe we can get something to where like when the camera cuts to Whoopi and she starts talking, there's a disclaimer that says might be a little fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like don't take too seriously. Like, that would be you know, funny. Some, maybe like like something like that. I don't uh, like I don't know. I, I mean, in my opinion, like people are calling for her to be fired. People have been fired for way less than that. Like today, yeah, yeah. today you today you don't you talk about like reaching people, Whoopi. You, the fucking view or the lead or the, the dick, whatever it's called, it, it, it wiggles its way <laughs> into a lot, of, a, a lot of uh, homes. A lot of people watch that show. It's every fucking where. And, uh, and Wolfie Goldberg just going on there and being like, Jews is white. Jews is just white thing. people. Find <laughs> white people. Like, 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 the Holocaust was just white on white right. violence. Yeah, it's just white on white crime. Why should we give a shit? White devil, white devil. Cracker, cracker, cracker. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you can't do that. Like, holy shit. The, ho- the hotepification of the Holocaust. <laughs> just, just so, like, it, honestly, 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 you could describe this exact same scenario and be like that was like the missing clayton bigsby like sketch from <laughs> Chappelle show it was like some like absurdly stupid racist person just spouting nonsense yeah. and i'm like oh yeah that's funny and it was like no Whoopi goldberg said that on fucking cable television <laughs> no group like, oh. <laughs> no group has a monopoly on racism Whoopi goldberg uh if you still think that then you need to Get, educate your motherfucking gar- self. I guarantee, goddamn, to you within like within like a minute of saying it, like Richard Spencer was like, actually, we need to talk, Whoopi, because I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think we see eye to eye on this whole Jewish thing. So like, I mean, here's the thing: like we agree, the- but I don't like. She's like, no, I, for the wrong reasons, I hate all white people. I'm trying to bring them in and they're like, okay, look, you are, I understand the hate. I hate all you people, but like, I need you to separate them from us. Like you, because I hate them too. Yeah. I hate them too. I need to, I need to separate my hate. Yeah. We can't be hating people for the same reason. Yes. We got to hate different reasons. We, I don't know. It it reminds me of like, uh, y'all remember when like Nick Cannon did that interview and he won his fucking Farrakhan shit. He's yeah. such a little bitch, too. I, I, I saw a, a recent interview where he was just like, I, if it's me, because somebody was like, what about bringing toys? And I saw a little sound bit of like, of a girl brings a toy into the bedroom. And he was like, me, I'd be intimidated. Because like, he would be like, it's competition for me. I'm like, you're competition for a little clip vibrator? Oh, God damn, boy. Yeah, 
You just fucking you soft as baby shit, boy. That is. Uh, yeah. he's, he's like, well, the thing is, for me, is I'm scared that I've never actually made a woman, made come. a woman Wait have an orgasm, and I feel like that definitely can. And I, I don't like that. I couldn't handle Mariah Carey. She was way too much woman from woman for me. That's why she had to leave my broke dumbass. He was it's like, if you read the writing, yeah. <laughs> he's like, if you read the writing, the Farrakhan, you should know that a woman's pleasure is absolutely not a priority but in also, any situation. He did just and, recently lose a child, so we won't take a little bit easy on Nick. All right, well, but um, nah, 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 <laughs> fuck him. Um, <laughs> and also, Whoopi Goldberg's a piece of shit. And uh, hey. is really is really anti-Semitic and it's kind of gross and like it's like really fucking gross. As someone who's danced the fine line of anti-Semitism, uh, like five to seven years ago when I was going on my rants Bro, about do Israel, you remember, like eight months ago when you showed us you were talking about this that picture of like. You were like, it's it's a it's you know, oh the, when you showed us the super racist meme, yeah, dude. You were like, it's a hey, picture that like some people say like is like a, an exaggeration of what Jewish people look like, but it's not even that bad. And I bring it up, and it's like literally a fucking hate cartoon. <laughs> like, he's danced the dance. He tripped and stumbled and fell in your face. Yeah, you hurtled headlong and, and casual anti-Semitism. But that's just because of exposure to 4chan. That's all that is. Blake. Yeah, you just yeah, have to yeah. unlearn years of that. Shit. Yeah. No, no. Actually, I think Whoopi has a harder challenge because even I'm not saying what she said, and I'm desensitized to it. That's my point, and I'm not on national television yet. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, so <laughs> what Whoopi did is bad, but I don't know if you got on daytime TV and were you like, you would even make it a week, and you were like, okay, so I brought up people are saying this image is inflammatory. I don't get it. Let me show you, and then you just show. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking cartoon you showed I was just like god damn bro You should have let me know I would have brought this up In a fucking incognito tab Yeah <laughs> Oh now, god Well that's a good place but, but, to let it Okay go ahead She did that I was sort of, I want to sum it up She did that Went on Colbert Which is crazy Stephen Colbert had her on the show He's like, Whoopi, come on and explain yourself. You're that dumbass. I mean, he's, he's I guess like, I've known Whoopi for years. Like, come on and yeah, apologize. Yeah, true, true, true. And then she gets on there. She's like, some people are upset. Okay. I heard people are upset. I get it. She's like, that's on me. Yeah, that's on me. It's like, you know, she's like, like what I'm not going to do is goddamn apologize and pretend <laughs> that I learned from what I said because I didn't and I'm not and I won't. <laughs> and I'll be back on TV in two weeks with no repercussions. They gonna be trotting yeah. her ass out for like fucking press days at like Jewish school. She's gonna be taken down. Oh, she's gonna go. She's gonna go places. cut the ribbon at a synagogue opening. It's gonna, she's gonna have to donate some fucking money. <laughs> like they're like, oh yeah, we gonna walk you through the pony show now. Oh yeah, I mean the the apology that she gave on the View was. Like oh, she's like I I'm I'm very contrite I'm very contrite I'm so contrite I'm so contrite please this is such a cushy job she was just like the, it is the, there is a race of people and I did not understand and I'm so sorry and I caused the pain and I had to reflect yeah it's like you she what she did was uh, incorrect and anachronistic and like it's just it's all the way wrong like it's it's from the wrong, wrong lens it was at the wrong time period like everything about it is like it's also misinterpreted from the jump like i was like it's all just like you didn't Gross. handle this well Oof. yeah Oof. but that is a good place to stop and 
That'll be the end of the tap snaps. And we thank you, Blake, for coming on not, and joining us. Yeah. You know, Liam, Liam is right. Like, I would have brought up Nick Cannon and Farrakhan and, like, the other hosts on the show. They're like, well, you know, Nick Cannon did recently just lose a loved one. Yeah. So let's show a little Let's show a little bit of respect. And it'd be like long pause. And I'd be like, nah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can see, you can see, like, you can see, like, the quanti- like the quantitative analysis going through my brain. And, like, the num- and my eyes are twitching back and forth. And then I just, like, bing. And I'm like, Nah, fuck him. I'm just already <laughs> tweeting a condemnation of you. <laughs> I'm like, I've never endorsed Blake. I've never. Really I, I, just I was know him coming on the show from the get go. Just know that Liam would cut any of us off if we ever, if we ever like were, let's say, cancelable or anything like that. He would cut us off. I got mouths. I feel like I feel like Liam would do that mouth. by having. I bet Liam would do that by having like a custom Google mail set up for your phone number. So you call in and it goes to voicemail and Liam's like, Hey, so this is a Gmail automated response. I'm actually not taking calls from you anymore right now until things settle down. (laughs) I know you understand and it's no disrespect towards you necessarily. There might be, but we, I can't be seen with you around Listen, you you're gonna weather this storm yeah and i am too Alone. but we're gonna weather it separately and i may <laughs> never speak to you <laughs> we'll see how it shakes out yeah like i will call you maybe uh, all right boys thank you for having me on thank, thank you for, for hey, hey thank you for, <laughs> thank you for coming <laughs> on thank you for coming on and thank you guys all for listening to tap snaps and we'll listen again next time Ski. when we have another tap snaps Let's